T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. H to the O-V. I used to get a lot of snowflakes by the O-Z. I gotta back out of this one for a second. Fresh out the frying pan into the fire. I be the music man's number one supplier. Fly it in the piece of At some point, he's gotta stop talking. Because at some point, I gotta start talking. I mean, is it the Jay Z show or the Joe D show? Good question. Is it the Joe D show? Joe to Cameron General. 94 WIP. We're gonna get some great answers today. For the best start ever to a song. Some great, 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 great answers. All right. Uh, speaking of answers, we, um, we got the answer to a question last night. And um, we have to congratulate one of our own. Because uh, I got to tell you, it happened. It, after a long time, it finally freaking happened. John Ritchie's. Michigan Wolverines, the national champions. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me reframe that. Joe Ritchie's. Joe. Yes. Michigan Wolverines. <laughs> John Sun. Yeah. The national champion. John, you must feel pretty, you that? must feel good, man. You know they have a saying at Michigan: "Those who stay will be champions." And I always thought that was sort of you know just say it, just a saying. It actually applied to me. Had I stayed and not redshirted the last time that they won a co-national championship. Oh, I think you guys would have lost because of you. The maybe. Yeah, you, uh, you would have missed that block. That would have been my fifth year. And because <laughs> I didn't redshirt at Michigan, I would have been gone a year yeah. before Brian Greasy led yeah. them to that co-national championship. What an unbelievable night. You know, last night I, I had a chance to, to watch the game uh, with my son, parts of the game wow. with my son. He did. Uh, he went outside his own comfort zone. Yep. Yeah, I knew he wasn't that into watching the mm-hmm. game. He set aside uh, the game to nice. watch with me last night. It was his last night. Last night in town, he's you know leaving Great. to go back to school. Good. And I felt very honored that he put that side, uh, put that time aside to be with me. That's Especially really considering good. that he could have been on campus for like an all-time yeah. party type thing, and he chose to be with you. That's, that's where really, I would have been. I know. You would me think. too. Yeah, you know, I, it's awesome. I kind of fault him. Uh, he for being like the homebody family guy. But man, it was really cool good. watching that with him. And then you know, second half, he went and hung out with his friends. But it was still. Really a gift. Nice, and, man. And, uh, you know, it was it was neat seeing the team that I played for yeah. for two seasons do great. Uh, Jim is a guy who was a coach, an assistant coach, 
on teams that I played for. And then, of course, his Wait, brother, where? John, when I was out in Oakland. He was an assistant coach yeah. early in his career. Interesting. Yeah. Early in his coaching career. I didn't never know heard uh, yeah. the Jim Harbaugh stories from you. Oh, really? Did he ever yeah. rep No, I told Jim? you guys, Jim Harbaugh was, like, going on 30 minutes of sleep a night when he was an assistant. <laughs> out. No, oh. I've like, never he heard He was this. the guy who slept on the cot in the film room, breaking down tape all night. And everyone was always amazed that Jim Harbaugh, like, liked it. Well, wow. like somehow sleeping in that cot, it was right where he loved to be. And uh, just a cool guy. Everyone had yes, so man. much respect for him. Well, congrats to your Wolverines. Unbelievable. Good for you. Yes. Yeah, it's an amazing accomplishment for the Harbaugh family. Totally. One guy wins the Super Bowl. One guy wins the national championship in college. And who knows? This year for John. Yeah, he could be the Things Eagles coach. Good. He could be the Eagles coach in two weeks. He's talking about the Ravens, John, yeah. he said. Oh, yeah, I'm talking about Jim. Could win the Super Bowl again yeah. is what he's saying. Yeah, they could. Yeah. All right. So look, congrats to Michigan. Congrats yes. to uh, Mr. Richie there, and to Joe Richie, and to Joe, well, especially to Joe. Mostly Richie. to Joe Richie. Yeah. Joe, Joe. Here's what Got we know about Joe Richie. Undefeated. They've never not won You're the right. national championship when Joe Richie's in Michigan. He's never lost a game while going to college. He's also never, you know, transferred from Michigan. True. Let's go. To <laughs> Let's hope he does it. I, I it's like early, that. Joe. It's that early. He's only a freshman. You know, NIL and transfer portal. Maybe we'll go to Georgia next year and try to win another national title. <laughs> All right, let's go to Ryan. <laughs> Apparently, he's calling us from, you know, Prague. Good morning, Ryan. Or good night or good evening or what is it? Uh, it, it would be yeah, the head. afternoon, Joe. Yeah, oh, good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon. So, uh, Evil's comment on uh, thinking outside the box for some coaches. But first, actually on the TV here, the Flyers trade makes uh, the regular news. So, wow. they're a big hockey country here. I was, I was surprised. You know, you're not used to getting hockey that much. I doubt it even makes the Philadelphia news. I'm not sure. What where's he, where's Yager playing these days? Is he around you somewhere? Where is he? I, I don't know, but he's from Czech. He is definitely a Czech. I and know that. And I know, he's still, and I know he's still playing in his 50s. So they have a, I went to a Prague when I was younger. My brother did a semester there, and they. I went to Yaramir Yagers. He has a bar there. I wonder wow. if he's still there, but Yagers. Yeah, it was awesome. I, I watched the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm I watched gonna, the, gonna, the Steelers-Seahawks Super Bowl at Yagers in the Czech I am, Republic. Wow. I am looking it up. I'm going to go try to find it. Um, so my comment on the Eagles, thinking outside the box here. So first off, Joe, you said, I think it was about a year ago, there was some award ceremony where Sirianni and Hertz both won awards and they were very awkward towards each other. No, I, I, no, 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 I, I, I didn't say that. So they did both win last year at I, the I Maxwell. The dynamic between them was strange. No, no, no. Well, if that's true, I have not heard that. I did not say that. I was not, that was the Maxwell Awards last March and I was not at that. Um, and I don't, I have never heard of a strange dynamic between the two of them in that regard. It, it was someone else that I remember saying that on the radio that happened to be at that award ceremony mm -hmm. and just was shocked at how awkward it kind of was. Anyway, they're not quite tied at the hip as, you know, Andy Reid was with McNabb or Andy Reid is with Patrick Mahomes. And given what DC just did with thinking outside the box, what if we brought Jim Schwartz back as the head coach slash defensive coordinator, brought Frank Reich back as slash dual head coach, offensive coordinator, and demoted wow. Nick to game manager. Ryan. Pay the two of them head coach. Keep oh, Nick around. While double ousting him. To throw the flag. Well, well remember. So we got a lot of sarcasm. You're the throw the flag guy, right, now, Nick. now we're in sarcasm. I just wanted to make sure. I thought yeah. we were. I just wanted to make sure. Ryan, Ryan, I have a trivia question for you. Yeah, go ahead. 
I'm going to mail you $2, a $2 bill to Prague if you get this right, okay? It costs more to mail it, I'm I know, guessing. it will. Uh, it, it'll no, be I probably won't be here. Postage and handling, me, but, but plus a $2 bill. Uh, you can send it to my house in Vienna. All right, name for me the team in the last 50 years in which the owner stepped to the podium and announced that he was going to have co-head coaches. And then one guy oh. stepped to the podium and said, no, the other guy's the head coach. Oh, I remember this. What was I, I do know there's something with Belichick, I feel no, like. No, no, no. No, there was some weird Belichick stuff with both the Jets and the Patriots. And he wrote it on a piece yeah. of paper? On, it was a whole, the no whole thing. Now, this is, James, come on. What's uh, the answer? It's like right there. I can, like, come on. I can't pull it they out. They won a lot of championships. Yeah. Oh, my God. It is the Los Angeles Lakers. With the supposedly yeah, great right. Doctor Boss, yeah, oh yeah, Pat Riley. yeah, and he said Pat right. Riley, yeah, Riley and Jerry, and, and yep. Pat Riley and Jerry West were going to be co-coaches, and Jerry West stepped to the podium and said, "Pat Riley's the head I, coach." Yeah, yeah, that amazing. Hundred no, percent. That that was in what Showtime. A mess. I, I don't I don't know if you watched Showtime. I that watched was in it. Showtime. I watched it. Yeah, that, that was there. All right, Ryan, anyway, give, give me a great answer for a yeah, song. So, so yeah. when the Last Dance came out, I always get the chills when this song comes on. And it was the song that Michael Jordan came out to, the Alan Parsons Project, Serious. Wow. I thought you were going to say the LL Cool J song, which is also featured in there, which is, uh, uh, which one is it? Damn, damn, damn. Anyway, there's an LL song in there as well. All right, Ryan, good call. 215-592-9494. How bad has it gotten? Uh, well, we'll continue to discuss and whether Sirianni should be fired if they lose. I believe he should. Be fired if the Eagles lose to Tampa Bay. We'll get more into that. Also, Ron Jaworski joins us at 725. Brandon Graham, 755. Trey Thomas called in a WIP yesterday on his own, unsolicited, and really went off on how bad it's been lately with the Eagles. We'll get to that and more. Plus, what Sirianni said yesterday about what has turned into a disastrous situation for the Eagles offense, not picking up blitzes by the opposing defense. That and all your phone calls. Plus, we got to pay tribute to someone else who's no longer with us. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie, 94 WIP. We have a lot of contractors listening to us. I'm sure they're working hard, and they could probably use a break. That's right. Even the busiest contractors can use a bathroom break now and then. That's why Colonial Marble and Granite is offering the great bathroom break for their professional customers. That means every vanity you buy comes with a free stone countertop and free sink. Classic, traditional, contemporary, in stock or ready to ship. Choose a color and style, a surface and sink, stock up on, and drive away with as many as you can use. I was able to visit the King of Prussia showroom recently, blown away by Colonial Marble and Granite's tremendous selection of vanities. I'd like to get a new one for my second floor bathroom. You will find the perfect vanity for any of your bathrooms, and they're comfortably displayed in a huge showroom. Knowledgeable and professional team at Colonial Marble and Granite are ready to help you find what you need and get you in and out. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours... 
the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. A lot of songs start off strong. A lot of Prince songs start out strong, yes. Joe to camera. Yeah. A lot of Prince songs. You know, if he was really that good, he'd be a king, not a prince. You ever think about that? Oh, my God. You ever think about that? Be. Had he not passed away, maybe he eventually would have become a king. Show me where history records the famous prince. Prince nah. Charming, buddy. Ever heard of him? Hey, not Ooh, real. Good one. Not real, though. Not real. I mean, maybe that arch was that Archduke guy that, that got murdered. Was he Prince? Was an Archduke? Yeah. Okay. So he got murdered. Well, he was an See? Archduke. All right. So not a Prince. He didn't even get to Prince level. No, no, no. Maybe. He I mean, was Charles a prince. was no. Prince, and now he's King. How about that? Well, yeah. My point is, he'll be in the record books as King Charles. I still call him Prince Charles. I know you do. I'm just saying. I mean, we should do that Twitter poll someday. I really would be interested to know Americans. Do you still refer to Prince Charles as Prince Charles, or do you now call him King Charles? I call him Prince Charles. It's hard to call him King yeah, Charles. I, I won't go there. Yeah, it's just Not so weird. It. Yeah. I, I have no interest in that. I mean, King Charles makes me think of a dog because <laughs> yes. I've watched so yeah, many you're right. like yeah. best in show type things. Yeah, I can't yeah. go King Charles. Well, also, it brings King up, Chuck. for me, memories Ooh. of when I say no, King Chuck. I like it. I like it too. King Chuck. Uh, and also, when I think of a king in England, I think of the Revolutionary War, and, you know, so we dirty. kicked their ass. So, you know, it's it's one of those things where, like, uh, I, I don't like I don't like English kings. I like English All queens. Right. King Chuck sounds illicit. King Chuck. <laughs> like, you shouldn't say King Chuck. That's ridiculous. Uh, you're going to get yelled at, kids. All right, let's take on this Sirianni thing here, uh, as we've been discussing throughout the show. By the way, Sirianni will join us at 840 today. Uh, Jaws will join us coming up shortly. So I say this with no joy because I do think Sirianni's a nice guy. I really do. I think he's a nice guy. Um and I don't enjoy calling for, you know, the, the job of someone who's a nice guy. But, you know, it is what it is. As, as Philadelphia sports fans and talk show hosts, it's the gig. Uh, I believe if the Eagles lose to Tampa Bay, Sirianni should be fired. I also believe that the Eagles lose, if the Eagles beat Tampa Bay but then get smacked around in the second round, there's still a pretty damn good chance I'm going to advocate he should get fired. And, you know, it's it's because of a lot of things. It's because of what I perceive as dissension. It's because of what I am certain is broken offensive scheme. It's because of, I'm certain, Jalen's regression. The Patricia Desai nonsense. Uh, the locker room, I think, not believing in the coach. Although, you know, you're going to get your quotes that they do, but we know enough at this point to know, don't believe quotes that are said. I mean, believe some, but don't believe them all. I mean, just as, I'll give you a for instance, by the way, just as a for instance. Sirianni's own credibility, and this is a shame for him. Sirianni's own credibility took a hit when A.J. Brown came out a week ago and was like, yeah, we did that on our own. Lost credibility on two fronts. Number one, it's like, well, how much do the players respect you that they went rogue with 13 seconds left in a game? Number two, how are you to believe anything he says publicly? 
That's the that's the part of the that's the part of what AJ Brown said that we really haven't examined, but it calls into question anything Sirianni's ever said and anything he'll ever say. Because AJ Brown just told the world a week ago, yeah, what Sirianni said wasn't true. So that's all. So there's so much. Wow. But here's. But I'm gonna. But we I'm, already knew what he said wasn't. Well, I true. suspected it, but it gives you confirmation. Here, here's the deal. To me, Sirianni's got to go if they lose, and I think he is and should be coaching for his job Monday night in the game versus Tampa Bay because they have really wasted a season. And they've wasted a season in a way that does not give me hope for next season. See, ultimately, decisions like this really, they're really not about the past. I mean, they are, but that's not really what it's about. When you make a decision to to clip a coach or remove a player, or remove a general manager. It's about what Can do you perceive better. It's about what do you perceive moving forward? What's next? We crawl out of this hole or we don't. That's what an owner's thinking. And I'm telling you what I'm thinking is they don't crawl out of the hole because I see a game versus the Giants where they are completely ill-equipped to handle a blitz and a blitz and a blitz and a blitz. And I also know oh. And they Joe, knew it was so much worse than than even that, like the way you say it so matter of factly, <laughs> it really did feel like every single time they sent people, yeah. it could have gotten home. You know, Jalen's throwing the ball away, essentially. Right. That's right. Every single snap. It's and, not going to get better in Tampa. I mean, they could be embarrassed. Well, I don't think by that defense. I don't think it's going to get better either. <laughs> and, and part of what irritates me is the Giants game. Look, you weren't going to play the players, the starters the whole game. That's fine. I, I agree with that. I was on board with that. But the Giants game in the first half was an opportunity for the offensive line and Jalen Hurts and the running backs, those that are all involved in the the whole blitz world, not the wide receivers, but like the tight end, the offensive line, the quarterback, the running back, to, hey, let's drill down, guys. We're about to face the team. The 90% chance it was going to be Tampa. Sunday morning, there was a 90% chance he was going to face Tampa Bay in a playoff game. Giants blitz a ton. Tampa blitzes a ton. Hey, let's work on it. Nope, let's not. That, to me, is fireable. Giants blitz But that's the second. only a small portion of it. There's so many reasons. Giants blitz the second most. Tampa blitz is yeah. the third most. Yeah. It's about to look just the same. Bad. Where there are free hitters on our quarterback, and, yeah. and he feels rushed, and, and he's going to break the pocket early. That's what I expect to see. And that does not lead to good football. Right. That does not lead to me feeling confident that Nick Sirianni's going to get the result that he's hoping for in this game. I, I just don't I don't think he has answers. I think if he had answers, he would have moved towards solving them to some degree. I would, would look like, I would think so. Yeah. Uh, better now, than what I, we've looked. This I will say horrendous. this. Some people, and maybe no one's done it better than Seltzer, have made the point that this is a quick trigger. Like, three years, three playoffs, including a Super Bowl, 11 wins again this year. So, James, you believe, despite how bad it's gotten, and you acknowledge it's gotten really mm-hmm. bad, Yep. you believe Sirianni really should not be fired at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Again, he is the winningest coach in Eagles history through his first three seasons. And in his first season, it, he struggled to start and then figured it out and got the team on track and since then, this is the first time he struggled again. This is the first sign of any sort of failure. And it's but like, it get year. the hell out. It wasn't it all was year. All they year. went 10 and 1. I know they had issues, but they're still, they still made the playoffs. And I, I understand that it's ending ugly, 
But to not give this guy a chance to figure it out, like I said it before, how's the rest of the league look at this? It's this guy was in the ending. Super Bowl last year. The next coach who comes in, he's like, okay, so I can go to the Super Bowl, make the playoffs next year, and get fired? Yeah. That's what this place is? Why it's, would I come it's, it's there? It's a harsh like, I, I, it, is, I, it, it is. It's too an incredibly far. harsh He deserves standard. one. We're talking about one more year to figure this out. The guy was in the Super Bowl last year. We're talking about being coach you tr- of the year. You, you trust him with Jalen? One more year. You trust him with Jalen? Look, I'm not saying I have full faith that it can happen or not, but I'm saying that I think the Nick Sirianni has earned earn the opportunity to All try right. and fix this for one year. Right, so here, Again, he's never missed the playoffs. So here's the deal. We'll we'll ask you, do you think he should be coaching for his job Monday night? Has it gotten to that point? By the way, one other thing. and Is it possible to lighten the, the mood in here with human death? I don't yeah, know if only you could try right, it, Joe. I'm gonna get, <laughs> Joe, you're right. I, I'm gonna, yeah. it's, it's getting a little hot in here. We're all freaking ticked off with the Eagles, right? So I'm going to acknowledge the death, but I'm going to do it in a way that hopefully lightens the mood a little bit. God bless Lacey Underall. Yeah. Uh. She passed away. Well, actually, she passed away about a week and a half ago, but we found out over the weekend. The great Cindy Morgan from the, from the wonderful movie Caddyshack, the blonde in Caddyshack, that, you know, Ted Knight just, is. We just talked about on the show last we week. We talked about yeah. her last week. Ted Knight's running around with a nine iron trying to take off the head of the kid that's with the Lacey Underall. A woman in Lacey Underall, let's be real. Much like Phoebe Cates about 40 years ago, change the way. A lot of 18-year-olds and 20-year-old males in society. Seminal is the word, Joe. Seminal. Seminal, seminal is the yeah. world. <laughs> the word. So, yes, Lacey How Underall. How are we spelling that? Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask him to do that, please. Anyway, she uh, she gets out of the pool and changes human history. And uh, Lacey Underall, the great Cindy Morgan, passed away, so. Condolences to whoever knows Cindy Morgan. I, yeah, I didn't know that was her name. Cindy Morgan. Yeah. Yep. All right, let's talk to our next guest. I'm going to guess he was a Lacey Underall fan 40 years ago. He is a guest on our program. Every, I mean, he's right around that age range where Cindy Morgan was a thing. We were all Lacey Underall <laughs> fans, okay? All right, let's welcome. He was never in the movie Caddyshack, but I'm sure Jaws has seen it. Good morning, Jaws. Good morning, guys. And, of course, uh, Caddyshack's one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> and, of course, because of Lacey Underall. There you go. There it is, Josh. <laughs> on that one. Yeah, you would have. You I'm glad you're lighting up this show. I was getting a little bit nervous Woo! coming on. Everyone's so angry. Getting hot under the collar. Josh, you were hot post-game on NBC Sports Philadelphia on Sunday night. Holy mackerel. I don't know if your temperature's come down yet, but can you – Tell me your assignment of blame. It sounded like you were primarily putting it on the coaches, but a lot, a lot also on players. Where are you right now on the blame game? No, quite honestly, I was, I was, I was angry at everybody. It was, it was a, it was a performance no one could be proud of. Under the circumstances, to put that kind of, I would say, what you put on tape is who you are, and what they put on tape was who they are. They were not very good in so many, so many areas. Now. I was frustrated. I was angry because when there's that much on the line, I did not expect that performance. I mean, there was a chance yeah. to still get number two seed, and to come out there and put that performance on tape to me was, was almost embarrassing. Joss, mm. tell me if you agree with this because who you are, it's an interesting phrase you just said. I brought this point up yesterday. I want to see if you agree with it. So Bill Parcells, a number of years ago, a lot of people think he nailed it with, you know, you are what your record says you are. Normally, yeah. I don't think it applies to this one. I think the Eagles are a – bad team i think at best they're an average team even though they have a very good record do you think the eagles are good average or bad currently not september not october the eagles right now are what as a team joss 
Well, they're a bad football team right now. They're they're one and five down this stretch, and yeah. and, and you know they're playing bad football. Uh, sometimes you know you play you play well and uh, and lose when you play some really good teams. And you say, hey, okay, we gave it our best shot. You know things are going, but it didn't go our way. But hey, we're playing good football right now. This team is not playing good football, and and you know it. it, it what kind of gets me upset is when I when I when I look at the tape after games and kind of try to drill down on things and I I see the, the, the repetitive mistakes being made. And you guys were talking about this morning. We're, we're, we still struggle against blitzing teams. I mean, three weeks ago, we, Christmas Day, we had the, the Giants come in here and blitz the hell out of us with, with some success. Do you think they would have made the adjustments, you know, for two weeks later against the Giants? No. No. Adjustments were not made. They, they weren't made. They were free runners literally every snap. Every single runner. snap. Yeah. That, that, it's unacceptable. That is unacceptable to allow your quarterback to And there were times... Two free runners at your quarterback. And by the way, some of it is on the wide receivers. Some of it is on Jalen. Get the ball out of his hands. The receivers are running downfield with their back to the quarterback, 12, 15 yards downfield. The quarterback getting smacked upside the head. No side adjustments. No hots. No get rid of the football quick. When they bring more than you could block, the ball must come out of the quarterback's hand, period. No excuses. How much can this team change who they are prior to Monday? Uh, can they change enough to be viable in the postseason, Jaws? Well, there, there's, been, there's been nothing over the last six or seven weeks to show me that they can, they can turn the switch on and, and get it going. And, oh, by the way, we know Todd Bowles is an absolute master at blitzing. You know, that, that, that's where he hangs his hat. That's where he, he is successful bringing the heat. That's what he will do. Um, I think they're probably the third most blitzing team in the league behind – uh, the Giants and the Vikings, so you're going to get it. And then they're going to look at his tape and say, oh, my gosh, they, they, they still can't pick up the blitz. It's week 17, and people are still getting home with, you know, with their overload blitzes. So he's going to bring the heat. So this team better be prepared. Their heads better be on a swivel because they're going to come from all angles. How resentful should Sean Desai feel right now? Was Sean Desai really the problem, Jaws? I, I, I don't I don't think any one person is ever the problem. You know, football is a consummate team game. You know, it's 11 players on every play going hand-in-hand hand to get the job done, you know, led by the coaching staff who puts them in position to be successful. Um, you, know, it, 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 you know, in hindsight now, it's easy to say, hey, probably the bad move. I, I wasn't crazy about the move in the beginning. I don't like in-season change. They decided to make a change, and you see it, it really hasn't worked. Charles, all right, let's, let's take the decide thing a little a step further here. Not so much about scheme and what works and doesn't but perception gut feeling you were in a lot of locker rooms 17 years in pro football gut feeling based on what we've heard players say and not say based on what we've seen with how they've played do you think Sirianni lost credibility in his locker room when he fired essentially fired Desai removed his power when players on both sides of the ball are probably looking at the Eagles offense and Sirianni and saying what about your culpability man what about what you're doing? Listen, Desai didn't have much to work with on D. You have like an all-star roster on offense. Where's your role in this, buddy? Do you think that hurt Sirianni in the locker room? Uh, you know, I, I really don't. Um, I, I know there's there's, there's I disagree. I disagree with you on that, Josh. Really, but when, when I, I I look at the, the full body of work of Dick, that's what you have to do. You know, we you know we can't be a knee-jerk decision maker. I look at the full body of work and. He's been very, very good. I've got a lot of respect for what, what he has done, the way he's turned the program around when he came in, you know, takes the team to the Super Bowl. No, it has not been good. 1-5 has been ugly. We're all mad. We're upset. We're embarrassed. But I still think Nick can, I, I still think Nick can turn this around. There, there, there's some really good coaches on that staff. 
there are some really good players on this team. Uh, now we're going to get a chance to see if they can play a little bit angry on on Monday night. But mm-hmm. I, I, you know, hey, Nick is Nick, the head coach is always culpable for a lot of the things that go wrong, no doubt about it. But but I think he's built up enough capital that the job is his. Jaws, uh, how much has Tampa changed since we beat them in Week Three? Not much. <laughs> it, 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 it's who they are. They're not an explosive. You know, offensive team. They they win on defense. I mean, beating Carolina on you know three field goals to to advance to the playoffs shows mm-hmm. that you know they're they're not an explosive offensive team, but they have some explosive players, and that's the thing that that really you know worries me. Mike Evans is a, a really great deep ball threat. The underneath receiver Chris Godwin's always presented problems for the Eagles. They got a running back in Rashad White, you know, who's a, who's a tough little back to bring down. And and Baker Mayfield has calmed down. He's settled in. He's play, and he's playing. Good football right now, so it's not going to be a, you know an easy win. I, I think the Eagles will win the game. I, I really do. Despite all the problems right now, they should go down to beat Tampa Bay. They're the better team, but this team has has shown us. Obviously, we lost to you know the Jets, the Giants, the Cardinals. You know, we can't go in and say, oh boy, we're going to we're going to show up and win this game. We're going to have to play a lot better than we're playing the last seven six games. No question, Jaws. I want to ask you. We we have a Twitter poll question here today, and I want to ask you. The question, James, I know you've got uh, something there. Sponsored by Armand Chevrolet, routine maintenance, major repairs, Armand Chevrolet Service Center has same-day appointments uh, Same day appointments available, certified service, armandchevy.com. All right, Charles, all the talk about the quarterback and the coach, but let's take it to these other three levels. Which of these units has disappointed you the most this season? The cornerbacks, the defensive line, or the offensive line? What would be your answer to that? Defensive line. Yeah. What do you yeah. make of What do you make of that 70 sacks to, like, half of it? How? How does that happen? Yeah, I, I, you know why I'm more disappointed because I, I know how you know how he likes to build his football team, and I think he's done, and I've, I've, I've endorsed this 100 percent is through the offensive and defensive line. I think long term that's how you build your football team. You know, the draft capital, the capital period, the money he's invested in his defensive line uh, to me just hasn't paid off this year. Last year with you know with 70 sacks, it was it was phenomenal. This year it just hasn't been there. Um, it, it seems to be running a little bit rampant. There, there, there seems to be a lack of discipline right now in the defensive line because, you know, those guys up front, and not only a down lineman, but your linebackers, you got to, you know, there's got to be a gap fit in what you're doing. So you always have to include those linebackers in, in your run stopping ability. And that group just had, that defensive line just has not performed, period. There's a lot of freelancing. There's a lot I want to do it my way. When you do that, you leave gaps, and that's when you get in trouble. Jaws, at this point of the season, what can a leader and you were a leader, what can a leader realistically do to try to problem-solve as a player? Or, or is, is it just too far down the river to, to get things back on track? If you're a leader, let your performance do the speaking. Go out there and play your ass off. You know, the, the words, the comments in the media and, you know, team meetings. And, George, we've said this last week. I've, I've been on teams where you had one challenge, one issue, and someone calls a team meeting. So you go in there with one challenge – all of you and everyone thinks there's a team meeting. Everyone gets to voice their opinion. So now you go in there with one problem, you walk out with ten. And you got to be real careful how you handle those team meetings. No coaches, you know, will clear the air. Sometimes it doesn't clear the air. And I'm, I'm not sure. And I'm, hey, I love AJ Brown. I think he's a tremendous player, competitor, and his heart was in the right place. But sometimes it doesn't work out. And I, I you know, hey, I wasn't in there, so I don't know what happened. No one clued me in on anything that that it had happened. So, you know, I'm naive to what they did, what they said, and how. But I know this: it didn't turn out very well. Jaws, how well do you know uh, Wink Martindale? Uh, he stepped down in New York, I guess, because of a strained relationship with Brian Dable. But 
He's out there now. How well do you think he would fit in Philadelphia as a defensive mind? Well, I'm I'm a big I'm I'm a I'm a big fan of his style. Wink has always been very aggressive. You know, one of those designers. You know, comes kind of kind of like the the Buddy Ryan, Rex Ryan, Rob Ryan yeah. school of defense. You know, I mean, they're just wild and crazy. Sometimes not sound, but man, he <laughs> you know he he knows if you want to win football games in National Football League, you got to hit the quarterback. And then he's he's always been that way. And that, you know, his style is yeah, I I like his style. I like that aggressive yeah. style and. And quite honestly, guys, let's, let, me, let me get real here. People still talk about Buddy Ryan and that defense because he, he loved to blitz. You know, probably a guy like – I know Seth Joyner would probably love to have you know, Wink Martindale because Seth just believes in, blitz, in blitzing good after the quarterback. And, I, you know, I think Wink, Wink Martindale is a terrific football coach. Everywhere he's been, he's been successful. Jones, there's an element of this Eagles-Bucks game we haven't talked much about. I'm curious your opinion, and I know life's not fair, but I'm going to apply the word fair to it. Is it fair – to the Eagles and the other team, that there's a Monday night playoff game. So the league's going to make, you know, whatever, an extra however much because they put a game alone on its own day. But that's a Monday night game on the road, which would be followed by a Sunday game on the road in the playoffs. Is that fair? No, absolutely not. I, you know, hey, the Eagles' schedule this year has is, is not been fair. You know, you, you know, it is what it is. It's the easiest thing, thing to say. But when you're a player, it's not it is what it is. I mean, it, it, the schedule they've had has been – a tough one to play. Ups and downs, travel road, you know, road games on the West Coast. It, they, you know, everything begins to compound itself after a long NFL season, especially one that you went to the Super Bowl the year before. I think his team is tired. You know, and, and now if they do win the game, there's going to be another penalty because they're going to play Monday, they have to play Sunday again. So, no, I don't think it's fair, Joe. Charles, let's get you on the record before the playoffs start, obviously on Saturday uh, at 4.30, I believe it is, at 4 o'clock. Uh, who do you think reaches the Super Bowl? First of all, I'm trying to figure out how to watch the games on this peacock oh. that's going on. I don't know. <laughs> listen, listen. That's that's I mean, a whole other. I like to turn the TV on and put the game on. And, Jaws, you know they did it with the most appealing game in the first round. I mean, Kansas City-Miami is by far the most appealing game, and that's the one they're going to make hardest to watch. <laughs> really I'm aggravating. My God, why do we have to make this difficult? I'll you know? tell you why. $110 million. So basically, exactly what you're talking right, about, it's I, I about, should it's a, know that. I know, but it's about, it's, it's, about a, it's about the money. It's about three million dollars. It's about three and a half million dollars, four million dollars per owner. That's what it is. One hundred and ten million. Yeah, that's, what it that's, is? Well, they only got four hundred twelve million the first week of September. I guess they need more. Oh God! Each All right. owner, each owner gets that from TV. Mm. <laughs> Jaws, uh, who who reaches the Super Bowl? Uh, boy, it, 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 I think Baltimore is really the team to beat. If I look at the best team right now playing their best football, and uh, you know, I, it's NFC. I mean, it's, it, it, it's got to be San Francisco. I know that Dallas is playing well right now, but I think I think overall, when you look at the complete roster of teams, I'd give San Francisco a slight edge. Let's hope if it happens again, it's it, it's not a blackout in the arena like it was twelve no, years no, ago. No, we don't. Need, like, San, like in New Orleans, San, we don't need that. San Fran and Baltimore. The Harbaugh brothers. We were just talking. How funny is that? <laughs> and the lights go out. Hey, Jaws, uh, try to enjoy the Eagles game on Monday night, and we'll talk to you on Tuesday. Hey, I hope I can be happy after the game. I just want to have a big smile. On it. I want to. I want to be happy. <laughs> I, was, I apologize if I offended anybody. I was just disappointed at that performance. I I, I know this team is better than the way they were. They were better than the way they played on. On Monday, on Just, Monday, so. Ann Iverson has something to say about your apology. Don't go there with me. Don't even do it, Joss. <laughs> you kept it real. You kept it All real. Right. Thank you, Joss. All right, thanks, guys. Go nice, Bird. All right, you got it, man.
Let's go to the phones, 215-592-9494. Do you think Sirianni should be coaching for his job Monday night? I certainly do. Where do you stand on that? Patrick and Tabernacle. Good morning, Patrick. Morning, everybody. How we What's doing? Up, Patrick? So, hey, uh, I have John Ritchie's on record. He'd rather play guitar like Jimi Hendrix than win a Super Bowl, first of all. Hmm. And, Joe, when you, when you said you needed to get something off your chest earlier this morning, I cringed thinking it was your nipple hair. And as far as Nick Sirianni goes, <laughs> we're, we're, we're not playing hockey. Um, 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 you know, it's – John Ritchie, the question's to you. How, how do you measure when a locker room, like from the outside looking in, are we losing a locker room? Good that's, question. That's kind, of, that, that's kind of my thing. It's like I don't care what everyone else thinks and says. It's a 53 guys in there. Are they, are they on board or are they not? And if I'm, if I'm the owner of the Eagles – that's what I'm trying to figure out. Right. But beyond that, I think we are stuck as Eagle fans in this thing with you look at the coaches, Lori has it's like having a certain type of uh you know, you're attracted to a certain type of lady. You know, for for, for better or for worse. Like Lori has this attraction to a certain type of coach that doesn't have any experience, that came from underneath I mean, look, they're coming from underneath Andy Reid, both these guys, but Peterson and, and Sirianni. So there's this weird is, is dichotomy the, the right word? I'm not sure. I'm trying to be Stanford here. But, like, there's this weird thing going on with the Eagles and Laurie and Howie. And, and there's, there's a wild card in all this. And the wild card is Laurie and, and, uh, and, and Howie. So getting rid of the coach, it's just going to we're going to get rid of him and get – Another, I don't want to say no-name guy, but we're not getting any big name out there. We're not getting Belichick. Probably we're not getting right. Wink Martindale coming here. And I still, I think don't know. A, I don't a, know a, about a that. I oh, no way, John. But I know I mean, what you he, mean. You mean like if a Bill Cower wanted to coach, you think a guy like Bill Cower would not choose to be here? And that's no probably way. that's probably true. No way. I, I think there's a disattraction with with guys who who you know meeting you know guys who are established. They're mm-hmm. looking at it. I mean, look, there's a lot of – I'm sure there's a lot of hungry guys out there that will take any coaching job anywhere, anytime. That's right. And and that's what we're going to get. I, I give them another year. And the whole thing is – You do predica- get, you do give them another year? Oh, absolutely, because the whole thing is predicated. And I wish I had time to do all these stats. Like, the, coming – but losing the Super Bowl is a tremendous – it, it, it just got – and, John, you, you know that. I mean, come on. No, I'm not but I said it yesterday. Yeah. Only 31% yeah. of the teams yeah, that lose 31%. the Super Bowl even make it to yeah. the playoffs the next and, year. I get you. And Joe's just talked about the schedule, too, and all that. That has yeah. to be factored in when we're talking about Sirianni. But, Patrick, 24 nothing when you have the starters in against the Giants? I oh, mean, have, have Joe. That's I'm what it's at. That. Like, it, that's it, really bad. Because I'm and telling look, you, two weeks ago, I didn't think I was going to be calling for Sirianni's head. I didn't. But then they Not lost to Arizona all. and the Giants, and now I think they're going to lose to the Bucs. And think about what we're talking about here. And we're talking about are the Eagles going to beat poorly. the Bucs. The Bucs stink. They've played so poorly. It, it wasn't fluky the way that, that they lost. You know, they played worse than these bad teams. Way the rest worse. Of, the rest of the NFL continues to improve like yeah. we thought we would right. while we stagnate and get worse and so it just a feels lot like worse. they're passing us by. The Patrick, only way he stays is if that Patricia decision, which I believe was forced on him, because as John just pointed out, you know, listen, was Desai great? No. He also got lit up by the 49ers and the Cowboys. Patricia's teams got lit up by Drew Locke, yep. 
and the Arizona Cardinals and the Giants. That's right. So if that decision was forced on him by Howie, because that's why Patricia was brought think, in in I the spring. I think that could save him, and I think if the organization knows, if they know, and I don't know, but if they know that Jalen's a bigger problem than we know about, yeah. and they determine that Jalen is – like, if they if they think Jalen can't pick up blitzes – and it's less of, you know, and I know some of it's on the offensive line and coach, blah, blah, blah. But, like, if they feel Jalen's a bigger problem, then that could save Sirianni. That also, though, could be like, well, dude, you're not getting through to him. It's, exactly. All right, Patrick, give me a great answer. The best start ever to a song. You can win tickets to the Philadelphia Auto Show. Okay, real quick. The only thing I'll say about, listen, Hertz is still coachable, extremely coachable in my mind. And I don't want to see any instability. All right, give me, an, coach, give me an answer here. Give me a song. Uh, yeah. Too many. Uh, how about Van Halen? Uh, you really got me. You got it, man. There's going to be a lot of good good songs from the rock world. Let's listen to Trey Thomas. He was fired up yesterday. He uh, was, was wherever he was, driving around, I guess, listening to Joe and Hugh in the midday, really annoyed, rightfully so, with the Eagles' loss on Sunday and just the way it's been for a while now. Listen to Trey. He just calls in on his own and just starts going off. After watching this game, you know what came to mind? What came to mind, big what, dog? What came to mind? Mike Tyson said, everybody has a plan <laughs> until you get punched in the face. <laughs> no, leading up into this game, everybody was so fired up. All the vibes are so high. All the energy is this. We had a team meeting. We had an escape room event. <laughs> and all of this stuff. And then you go out there to the Giants. And you got punched in the mouth and laid down. Wow. We're talking about that. We say, okay, hey, man, leading into this tweet's coming out. Hey, man, A.J. Brown, you know, you keeping the vibes high. First target, first catch, fumble, he's done for the game. That's it. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up, but it was – that I, is I, I don't know. Is he still on the injury report? I don't know. Well, that, so that, that, the Eagles are awaiting word on the MRI yeah. this morning. There was no knee brace. Trey's really fr- – John, I know you were frustrated with that yesterday as well. I, I thought it looked like a like a non-injury injury. You know, like I, just like I felt like Devontae's looked like a high ankle. So you thought Devontae's looked legitimate and you thought A.J.'s looked not legitimate. Absolutely. Yeah, I think, I think A.J.'s looked like his feelings were hurt. Devontae's looked like he was really hurt. And, and I think what we're seeing is that's supported – but with Devon, in Devontae's case, like he hasn't been back. Well, I love Devontae. It's been worse I, than what they've cracked it up to be yeah. with with that injury. They told us, "Hey, nothing to worry about here. It's just a mild ankle sprain." Well, I, I'll well, say, why didn't he play? Why didn't he practice then? Well, oh, that's a Giants game. They, yeah. they didn't right. play. You know, because you know Dallas is probably going to win. They rested no, Fletcher Cox. Like yeah. they they were not going to that game right. full bore. Totally, James okay. is correct about that. But to but to be I hope tw- he's okay. But to be twenty four nothing with two minutes to go in the first half is a disgrace. Yeah, yeah. The Devontae thing is a separate. It's a, to- issue. a total disgrace. By the way, Trey continued. He wasn't done. And then for you to get beat the way you did, and you take this team out, you reward a team for getting their ass kicked out twenty four to zero. And you reward them by taking them off the field. Forget what the Dallas Cowboys got going on. You got to fix what's going on within your own locker room. And they laid down. I mean, they did. They they really did. How are you gonna How are you gonna fix it by being tougher on the guys though? Like like that's not the way that this team operates. 
This organization, this coaching staff, they treat the guys with endless kindness. So bounty. I don't know about that. And generosity. I don't, I don't know. I'm not ready to go back there. You're you're starting to drift back into two to four years ago talk. I'm not ready. Remember to the go Zach there. Ertz thing, you know, with the the calling out players in the meetings yeah. and all that type of stuff. I mean, it's not like it's all hunky dory. It just might right. not be as physically demanding. I agree with James. I I think that's accurate. By the way, one thing that's clear, they they absolutely. But it's could, not working. Well, no. Well, that's also clear. It's now. That's also like, clear. Whatever happened yeah there is a disconnect with with all of the losing and everything else where guys aren't hearing it the same way they well, also might just not have answers like that to jaws's point they might be beat down and tired and just not be able to get out of it like that happens sometimes where a team just runs out of steam like it feels like they've run out of steam but then are they the right players to have Run out. I don't know. There's less, but they win the they're, Super Bowl they're... again. I go back to the stat. Like, look, it's not. Oh, oh, but again, teams of all the teams, so if you go to the Super to Bowl, that. you're you're no. a damn good football team, right? Yep, you make yep. it to the Super Bowl and you lose. You're for 31 percent to make the playoffs the next year. I mean, that is a that is a pretty well small come on. percentage of great teams. teams. Go, no, I agree, James. Five out of six to lose the Super Bowl, don't make the playoffs next on, year. Right, that's, that is a strong stat. A lot of fair points, but I'll say this about Super Bowl teams, particularly in the salary cap era. You're typically going to lose more good players than you get because you have better players than the other team. You're going to lose a C.J. Gardner-Johnson. You're going to lose a Javon Hargrave. Part of how you get to the Super Bowl is you have more good players than the other team. And then with the salary cap, other teams come and vulture your players. That did happen in the Eagles' defense. They lost a lot of players. They lost T.J. Edwards. They lost Marcus Epps. C.J. Yeah, I mean, they lost a lot on defense. That's number one. Number two, you do get the harder schedule. Like none of this, and is it like, was way hard. It's the, we all said yes. the hardest we've ever seen. Yeah, no, no, not those two factors are not their fault. What is their fault is dog mentality is supposed to be, but you rise above it. You play whatever you in fight front through of you it, and you you beat it anyway. Yeah, yeah, and they they just have really dramatically struggled. They're soft. To, they're not hard like that. They're not hard like the dog mentality. They're not. <laughs> I mean, uh, how could they be? Look at the way they've been treated and it's just I'm not look, ready to I, go I'm, to the yeah, trade. Thing. Again, I'm not there, John. I am I'm not there. Okay, I'm not where I was where this is the, you know, a fiasco, but it is a mindset and it is pervasive and it's part of the problem. They've been too kind and generous and and They've allowed things to slide way too far. All right, let's we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.